inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to The Core here on American Family Radio. Glad to be with you today on the show. My name is Walker Wildman. I'm your host for the show, AFA at the Core. Hey, if you want to know where the show name came from, well, AFA at the Core um, is centered around the core values of American Family Association. AFA is the parent ministry of American Family Radio, so we have... American Family Association, which was began in 1977 by my grandfather, Don Wildman. And then from that have has come several uh, departments and divisions under American Family Association. And one of those is our radio network, American Family Radio. 180 plus stations, towers all across the country in over 30 states. So that's how we broadcast uh, the majority of of our programming or all of our programming and then of course uh, with uh, technology now we're on the internet we're on the world wide web with through our website afr.net we also have a mobile application out there as well the afr app and we are located wherever you listen to podcast so wherever you subscribe to podcast we are most likely there so you can subscribe to afa at the core show wherever you listen to podcast you can do that and we are live streaming the video today on Facebook and YouTube. Just type in AFA at the core on, on uh, either of those platforms, Facebook or YouTube. Just type in AFA at the core. You'll find the show page, and you can watch the show live on both of those platforms. We are moving toward a uh, our own live streaming platform. So we're our, our IT team is building that out as we speak. Uh, so eventually... We won't have to rely on third-party platforms to stream, to live stream the show. Eventually, we'll be able to do that on our own AFA streaming platform. By the way, where you can go and create an account now at streaming.afa.net. You can go ahead and create a free account or you can create a subscription there and watch all AFA-produced content on that platform. So you'll want to go there and check it out. Our scripture for the week is out of the book of Psalm. We're continuing our study, our reading of uh, the book of Psalm, chapter 5. This is a Psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice to you and watch. For you are, not, you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down to your holy temple in fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. 
Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as a shield. So the last verse there is, you, for you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with uh, favor as with a shield. Uh, that's Psalm chapter 5. And, you know, one thing I'm taking from, and I think we can take from all of these uh, books in uh, Psalm, is reverence for God. Reverence for God. You know, there's some uh, teachings out there uh, not rooted in Scripture uh, that, that, that treat God as, as someone less than who he is. And one thing you can understand clearly from Scripture and from much of David's writings is that reverence for God is of utmost importance. Reverence for God is of utmost importance. And when I hear, when I hear uh, sayings like the man upstairs, you know, are, are things that, that really denigrate the authority of, and the power of God, it is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. So we, we serve a holy, a mighty God, one who we do not even deserve to be in his presence. And you look at some of the examples in Scripture of, of men who actually were able to be in God's presence. Almost on all of those occasions, it says that, that the power of God was so mighty that they were blinded uh, by his presence. So when we address God, when we petition God for our needs, we need, we must uh, treat God with the reverence that he deserves. Because after all, um, we are man and he is God. And so we need to uh, interact with God. We need to petition God and uh, with with the utmost respect and the uh, admonition that his power and authority requires. Moving on to something I want to mention that we're doing this week. You've probably heard it on across the network, uh, but this is our week where we focus on preborn. And preborn is a ministry that provides free ultrasounds to women who are uh, pregnant. Maybe most of them have an unexpected pregnancy and they're carrying a baby in their womb. And so what Preborn does is it provides free ultrasounds to uh, pregnancy clinics all around the country. And so what we're doing is we're partnering with Preborn this week. We do it about this time each year and uh, provide ultrasounds to women in need. So that's what we're doing this week. So we want to encourage you to come alongside Preborn and support their work. Here are the numbers just to break it down for you. Uh, $28 will provide one free ultrasound. So $28 will provide one free ultrasound. If you want to uh, stretch that out a little bit, $140 will provide five free ultrasounds. So this is a very practical way for the body of Christ 
uh, to come alongside women who are uh, bearing children and they don't have the money or the backing to get an ultrasound, this is where preborn comes into play and provides these free ultrasounds. So if you want to call in or go online, you can go to our website, AFR.net. AFR.net is our website. Right there on the homepage, you can donate towards preborn. So I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, this is uh, th- this is one of the uh, uh, my favorite ministries, and I'm not saying that just because it's it's uh, preborn emphasis week, but you know the body of Christ needs to be always uh, doing works. You know, works sometimes can get a bad rap. People say, "Well, works doesn't save you." Well, that's true, uh, but uh, works are demanded by our faith. If we have genuine, true faith in God. If we are born-again believers through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, then we, as the body of Christ, need to be doing stuff. We don't just need to be all talk and no action. There's, there's plenty of that in our world, all talk and no action. Look in Washington, D.C. Uh, but the body of Christ needs to be about doing God's work. And so this is what a preborn is doing, preborn ministry. And so AFA, American Family Radio, we're partnering with Preborn to provide these ultrasounds to women who need them. So when you uh, call in or you go online, the easiest way is to go online and donate. Go to AFR.net, and I'll get the number. Uh, Bobby, if you'll uh, text me the number, then after the break or before the break, I'll give out the number to call in and donate to Preborn as well. But our website's probably the easiest way to go. Just go to AFR.net and donate but up to 80 percent of women who get an ultrasound end up choosing life and these are women who come in considering abortion and then they get an ultrasound and 80 percent of those women who come in considering an abortion end up choosing life why because they see their baby on the monitor and it's a beautiful thing it's an absolutely beautiful thing and this is one area amongst many where technology is is changing the game. Technology is being used for good. And so this is one area where technology is being used for good, and that is the ultrasounds. Uh, moving on to some stories for the week, I came across this, uh, this story out of Breitbart on legislation that would ban foreign land purchases in the U.S. for five years. Well, just to give you a little background here, uh, one of the major issues facing our country is that China is purchasing hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland in America. Yes, these are American farms on American soil, and the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, they are purchasing American farmland Right out from under us. I mean, quite literally, right out from under us. And so this is a problem. And let me just, once again, let me give you a little context here to explain this. First off, um, it's abundantly clear that China is our top adversary. It is abundantly clear that China is our top adversary. And we have to understand this. If we miss this, we miss it all. You know, there's a lot of talk about Putin and Russia and North Korea and Iran and Afghanistan and all these different actors on the world stage. But China is the 
number one threat. Why? Because they actually not only have the willpower, but they actually have the military and financial backing to, to provide some serious competition to America. And they're doing that now. They have spies planted all around this country, more than any other country in the world. And so China is the number one threat. But one area where China is weak is on food production. All right? So China's doing all the manufacturing around the world uh, in China for American consumers, which is, once again, a problem. We talked about this last week. But one thing that China still relies on the world for and relies on America for is food. Yes, food. So China buys uh, food from America. They, fi- they, they buy um, food from America to feed their population. So this is, this is uh, the new battlefront, if you will. And that is a, a China buying American farms. And you say, well, what, Walker, what's the problem here? <laughs> well, the problem is, is we don't need foreign actors. More specifically, we don't need foreign adversaries having control of our farmlands. Why? Because we need to have farmlands owned by American farmers in America to produce food for the American people. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. And you, you see what happens now when you give China command and control of vast sectors of the economy, you get an economic disaster that we are experiencing now. Well, Walker, we're not in an economic disaster. We are. You just don't know it. Yeah, the stock market, it looks all right. It's been doing pretty good. There's job openings all around the country. That's true. But our supply chain is severely broken. And unless we get the supply chain fixed, which means fixing the issue with China, our economy cannot continue to cripple along with severe uh, supply and material shortages. Look at the chips. The semiconductor chips that are made, the vast majority of them are made in China. We're not getting those. We can't get those to make vehicles in America. That's why you drive by a new car lot and you see no cars. Be back in a few minutes. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. James 1.22 My name is Abraham Hamilton III and this is the Hamilton Minute. This scripture underscores the harrowing reality that permeates the life of many who profess to be Christians. The blessing of being a Christ follower comes not only from hearing God's word, but obeying it. James continues, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law of liberty and perseveres, being not a hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. 
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. The information age brings the opportunity to get to know the world around us. But what happens when TMI leads to confusion? With so many competing outlets and misinformation mixed with facts, understanding the truth can be downright mind-boggling. One practical way to teach your girl how to avoid confusion is to learn how to spot and support the truth. Responsible reading, watching, and listening begins with a basic understanding of how to spot misinformation or fake news. When your girl comes to you questioning what she's learned, put an end to the spiraling confusion by presenting her with truth, biblical truth. When we turn to scripture, we find answers. God doesn't hide the facts of right and wrong from us. After all, He is the Spirit of Truth. Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Judy Goodell and her husband set up a charitable gift annuity through the AFA Foundation. What we love about it is that it represents stewardship principles that we feel strongly about. So we got very, very excited about this opportunity. With a charitable gift annuity through the AFA Foundation, an AFA supporter can guarantee a permanent monthly income, as well as supporting the American Family Association for years to come. We do feel convicted about really praying about all that God has really blessed us with. And so many people we know just want to leave it all to their kids. And we know the danger of that. And so we just are really just trying to pray through it. And God gave us great confirmation as we prayed that this would be a good use of the Lord's money. Find out if a charitable gift annuity is right for you at 800-326-4543, extension 345, or email foundation at afa.net. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. So glad to be with you today on the show. I told you I would give you the number for preborn. Some of you like to make the phone call, and I understand that. Others like to go to the website, and that's good too. That's why we offer both. AFR.net is our website. You can go there and donate to Preborn. Once again, uh, $28 will provide uh, one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. $140 provides five free ultrasound sessions reaching five women. And our goal is to provide 3,000 ultrasounds. And what does that translate to? Saving 3,000 babies. Uh, That's our goal Right now with preborn, here's the number I told you I would give 877-616-2396-877-616-2396-877-616-2396. You can call in and donate to preborn. That'll go directly to our call center, and we'll fill your donation, and that money will go to preborn to uh, provide these ultrasounds for women in need. So that's what we're doing with Preborn this week. And we'll actually have a special guest on tomorrow uh, to talk more about Preborn Ministry and the work that they're doing, get first, get a firsthand account uh, for the work that they're doing. But right now I want to call, I want to play a, a testimonial uh, just to give you a, a further glimpse into the work of Preborn. So Bobby, let's cue that up and let's listen to this Preborn clip. 1.2 million babies are going to be aborted this year. 
It's unbelievable. But AFR and preborn ministries is helping to change that. And we want you to come alongside us. My wife and I have personally visited preborn pregnancy centers where ultrasounds have been installed and they are changing and saving lives, changing the life of a mother and a father from sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them to helping them hear a heartbeat, see an ultrasound and choosing life. I hope that you will give to this very important ministry. Well, there you have it. That's actually Dan Celia, Financial Issues on American Family Radio. That is Dan Celia providing his endorsement and his testimony uh, about personally visiting visiting a preborn center and seeing the great work that they do. Uh, so we ask you to come alongside us and support preborn this week by going to AFR. Uh, .net or calling uh, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396 to donate to Preborn. So back to this discussion on China. I wasn't able to wrap that up and put a bow on it before the break, um, but, but you, you get the context here. You get the context here. America has already shifted so much manufacturing uh, over to China that it's becoming a major, major problem. And this, the, the, the responsibility, folks, yes, China is a bad actor, but the responsibility here is on American leaders and American leadership. Because there's always going to be bad actors on the world stage. You look throughout human history, there have always been evil, bad actors on the world stage, and China's no different. But American leadership, or the lack thereof, Political leaders in America for the last several decades have been further making America reliant on China. To where, as I mentioned, we have so much of our manufacturing of goods is done in China. And even much of our pharmaceutical supply chain, yes, our pharmaceutical supply chain is tied up in the Chinese market. And then you have the, the, the semiconductors, these computer chips, that, I mean, we're, we're two years into this, we're two plus years, going on year three of the pandemic, and we the, uh, the world still doesn't have uh, the chip shortage issue resolved. And, and China actually just locked down one, a major city in China that has millions of people in it, bigger than New York City. And, and, and just this city alone, this port city, produces like 40% of the world's semiconductor chips. And they just shut it down. And so this is why you drive by new car lots and you see no new cars. <laughs> and the cost for used vehicles is up about 35% year over year. That's because for whatever reason, China is holding those chips and preventing them from making it to America. Uh, that's just one of, a, of dozens of examples where China is, is causing the American economy to suffer.
And so you go back to this legislation on on foreign land purchases. You know, I don't know why this hasn't been in place since the founding of this country. A ban on foreign countries purchasing uh, land in America. But apparently that's legal. And China can, can currently, as it stands today, they can purchase American farmland uh, as needed. And so that's what they're doing, and that's the, that's the major problem. So several Republicans came together. Representative Louis Gohmert, good friend of the ministry, uh, he's a Republican out of Texas. He and Representative Mary Miller out of Illinois, the two of them have partnered together to introduce this legislation uh, called the National Security Moratorium on Foreign Purchases of U.S. Land. Uh, that will give this legislation would give the president power to prohibit the purchase of or private real estate in the U.S. by any foreign person for the five-year period after the enactment of the law. So this is just legislation right now, but it needs to become law because we don't need to turn around in five or ten years, and before we know it. Uh, China owns all of America's farmland. Uh, that would be a major national security emergency that we don't need to let happen. So that's what's going on in Congress. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that legislation. And, you know, you would think this uh, legislation would be bipartisan. It would pass with ease. President Biden would sign it. But, folks, uh, China is deeply embedded in our nation's capital Special interest coming out of China is deeply influencing American politics. Uh, so I wouldn't consider this a foregone conclusion that this legislation will pass. Another uh, topic I wanted to discuss has to do with the, um, this is a Project Veritas report, but it has to do with the gain-of-function research out of China. And uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci has testified multiple times before the U.S. Senate and, and, and the House of Representatives. And every time he testifies, he gets questioned on this gain-of-function research. And every time he's denied, no, no, we're not doing that. Uh, NIAID and NIH, no, we're not funding gain-of-function research. But that's really not true from what the documents that have been released by Senator Rand Paul and others. Well, this is a Project Veritas report. They actually gained access to a DARPA document, and that's the major uh, weapons advancement type uh, arm of the Department of Defense that they do all the research and uh, development of future weapon systems. Well, uh, military documents that Project Veritas obtained state that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March of 2018 seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne Coronaviruses. The proposal named Project Diffuse was rejected by DARPA over safety concerns and the notion that it violates the gain-of-function research moratorium. So the main report regarding the EcoHealth Alliance proposal leaked on the internet a couple of months ago. It has remained unverified until now. So now Project Veritas has verified it. And... Project Veritas has also obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense written by U.S. Marine Corps Major Marine Corps Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. Uh, so it, 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 so 
the U.S. military in 2018 turned down the EcoHealth Alliance application for funding. Why? Because it contained gain-of-function research. Well, what happens after that? EcoHealth Alliance goes over to NIH and NIAID, and they receive a grant. They receive funding for what? Gain-of-function research that was being done out of the Wuhan uh, virology lab. And so this notion that America was not funding the research in the Wuhan lab is a flat-out lie. America, American tax dollars, they were, they were funding the EcoHealth Alliance entity, which was doing work in the bat lab, in the uh, virology lab in Wuhan. So what business does America have funding an operation where they're meddling around with bats in a lab in China doing gain-of-function research? Well, the answer is we have no business doing that. But this, is all, this all took place under Dr. Fauci's watch and under the previous administrations. And Congress has actually banned this since, uh, since in the past few years, they've actually banned uh, gain-of-function research, more specifically, uh, done in China. But this was there was already a moratorium on it, but what did, what did Fauci's group do over at NIH and NIAID? They went ahead and funded it uh, back after the Department of Defense turned it down. So that's the latest on the gain-of-function research. And, you know, th- this, is, this brings up a whole other topic about China is what are they doing in these labs? And why, why are Americans, American taxpayers funding, being forced to fund uh, this type of research in the lab? But, you know, we're not going to get an answer from that uh, because all the major players under Fauci's watch, they're all tied up in it. They're all implicated in it. And so they're not going to answer it. There's not going to be accountability uh, that's why Fauci needs to resign, just like Senator Rand Paul has said, uh, because he's right up in the middle of it, and we're not going to get clear answers on where the bat virus came from until Fauci's gone, until Fauci resigns from office, because he's implicated in it. He's implicated in it. So we can't expect accountability when the people that are implicated in the accountability process are still in charge. It's just not going to happen, and that's why there's all this resistance about looking into where the virus came from. Why? Because we would find out that it came from the lab and that American taxpayers were footing the bill for the research on the bat viruses in Wuhan. Uh, moving on to a couple other stories, I want to play some clip here, clips here. You know, you talk about misinformation, and the left, they always accuse you and me, conservatives, people who want limited government people who actually want accountable government, they accuse us of being conspiracy theorists. You know, every time we talk about something, (laughs) they call it a conspiracy theory. They block us on all these big tech platforms, and we just can't talk about and explore um, what's going on around the country and around the world because it's all called a conspiracy theory. Well, someone who's actually spreading misinformation and not being held accountable is a Supreme Court justice, uh, Justice Sotomayor, there was this hearing on Monday, on the 7th, regarding uh, Biden's 
a shot mandate, the Department of Labor through OSHA mandate that AFA was actually party to. Well, there was this a case being heard before the Supreme Court. Justice Sotomayor jumps in and starts spreading the most disinformation out of the entire day, talking about how hundreds of thousands of kids are on ventilators. Let's listen to clip five. Those numbers show that Omicron is as deadly and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition and uh, many on ventilators. Well, there you have it. So that's Justice Sotomayor saying we've got hundreds of thousands of kids hospitalized and on ventilators. This is this is not a talk show host. <laughs> misspeaking this is a supreme court justice that is actively spreading misinformation and outright lies before the nation's highest court and these are the folks that are determining the future of this country through their rulings and that's why see this is why there is such lack of trust in our nation's leaders is because many of our nation's leaders don't even know what they're talking about. You know, everybody fawns over Dr. Fauci. Oh, Dr. Fauci, he's been in government for 50 years. He's the most trusted voice in science. And then you got people over here going, how can you dare question the doctors? We should trust the scientists and the PhDs. And the Harvard professors, these are the smart people. Who are you to question the experts? Well, in this case, this is a Supreme Court justice. Justice Sotomayor doesn't know the facts surrounding coronavirus and hospitalizations amongst children. So she just starts making up stuff. But these are the experts. These are these are people on the highest court in the land. And the American media and the politicians in Washington wonder why we don't trust the experts. Maybe because the experts don't know what on earth they're talking about. AFA at the core. We're going to take your calls next segment. 888-589-8840. 888 8840 will take your calls after the break. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. In honor of the grand opening of the Don Wildman Center for Cultural Transformation on February 1st, AFA will re-release The God Who Speaks on our new streaming platform and in a special limited edition DVD set. The God Who Speaks, tracing evidence for the Bible's inspiration and authority, was originally released in 2018. This special set includes features like two hours of new footage and a Sunday school curriculum. Learn more at thegodwhospeaks.org. 
Well, the year is 2022, and it's time to travel again. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, it is 2022, and we've got our spiritual heritage tours planned for June and September. And we look forward to it warming up and us getting back out there, seeing our great country. And we invite you to join us. We're going to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. And then we've got a separate trip to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon, the home of George Washington. So the itinerary for these tours, the cost, everything you need to know is available at spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com. We're going to have a great time with fellow listeners to AFR and supporters of American Family Association in June and September. Sign up now before we run out of space. That's spiritualheritagetours.com. This time of year, many people make resolutions, but unfortunately, they just don't stick. Franklin Graham. Let me tell you about a decision that you can make today that can change your life, not just for this year, but for eternity. You see, God gave his son, Jesus Christ, to take our sins. And he died on a cross and he shed his blood for our sins. And he was buried and on the third day, God raised him to life. If you're willing to trust Jesus, he will change your life, not just for this year, but for eternity. Just pray this prayer with me. Just say, God, I've sinned. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I believe that Jesus is your son. I want to trust him as my savior. And I'm willing to follow him as my Lord from this day forward forever. Amen. Someone is ready to talk with you right now about a relationship with Jesus Christ or simply pray with you. Call 888-388-2683. That's 888-388-2683. God bless you and a happy new year to each and every one. We're the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. American Family Radio. Welcome back to the core. That is River of Life by Mac Powell. So it's Worship Wednesday here on the show, and that's River of Life, song by uh, composer, artist Mac Powell. Very good song there, talking about how Jesus is the river of life. Uh, that was, once again, River of Life by Mac Powell here on the show. Very, very inspiring song and you know i'm just every time we have worship wednesday and we bring in christian uh, music that worships god and worships jesus christ as a son of god you know it's just such an encouragement how uh, so encouraging how god uses song god uses music 
to uh, to bring glory to his name. And so that's what we try to do here on the show each week. And Jesus is the river of life. Um, uh, Jesus says in Scripture that uh, all who are thirsty, that he will provide uh, water, but not just physical water. He'll provide uh, water uh, for life. Uh, living water is what he'll provide. And so that's what Jesus does for us. Uh, if you want to call in to the core, you can do so. We're taking calls this last segment. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840 is the number to call in to the show. Uh, one other thing I want to mention before we jump to the to the lines is the uh, the the response uh, from Dr. Malone. I've got a clip here. This is clip three, Bobby. But I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up. You know um, how how we're operating now in this country and around the world when it comes to these shots is really uh, unprecedented. You know, we talk about these these shots. Some people call them vaccines. They're not traditional vaccines. They're they're therapeutic shots, uh, it, and that's that's not my words. That's not me making stuff up. That's that's the words of our very own government, our very own leaders, including the CDC director, Dr. Fauci, and all of the so-called experts. They've admitted that the shots do not prevent uh, infection. They do not prevent transmission. They are supposed to help keep people from becoming severely ill. So uh, all of that being said, these shots are performing as therapeutics, not vaccines. They're performing as therapeutics. So it's so important for us to keep that truth at the forefront of this discussion uh, because therapeutics have never been treated like this. They've never been forced upon populations like we're seeing now, especially not experimental ones. And so Dr. Malone here, let's listen to him. In his experience, he says that what we're experiencing now would have never, ever, ever uh, been approved, been accepted in his experience from his uh, experience in science and the medical community. Let's listen to clip three. Our government is out of control on this, and they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule. They have broken all the rules that I know of, that I've been trained on for years and years and years. These mandates of an experimental vaccine are explicitly illegal. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. They're explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont Report. They are flat out illegal and they don't care. And the only thing standing between us, and it's too late for many of our colleagues, including my, you know, the unfortunate colleagues in the DOD, Hopefully, we're going to be able to stop them before they take our kids. Hmm. So that's Dr. Malone saying that all of this is illegal. From a scientific and medical standpoint, the, this type of behavior by the people in charge has never been acceptable. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about forcing experimental medications on the populace. Forcing experimental medications on the populace has never been accepted as, as a norm. The medical community, the scientific community, has always run clinical trials on a voluntary basis. If you want to participate in an experimental shot, then you can raise your hand and voluntarily, on your own volition, do so. But we've turned this 
into a forced policy. There's no more people making their own decisions. Do as you please. If people want to participate, they can. If you don't, you don't. But this has all become mandatory. And traditionally speaking, that has never been accepted. Why? Because we don't know enough about these shots to be forcing it on people. And two years of research is child's play when it comes to scientific and medical standards. Two years is like two days in the scientific and medical community when it comes to running clinical trials and extensive research. That's why Johns Hopkins and all these major medical clinics, they all say that vaccines should be studied for 5, 10, 15 years before they're made available widely to the public. But no, we rush this thing through in under 12 months. But not only do we rush it through, then we mandate it on the entire population. It's absolutely unacceptable, and we do not need to let this become the norm. Because that will be bad news if we allow this to become the norm. 888-589-8840. I'm going to go to George in Missouri. George in Missouri. We're going to go to George in Missouri. Welcome to the core. Hey, Wesley. Thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, people like the Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor, when she lies like that, when she tells you that she hears there's 100,000 kids out there, at the least, we should put up a class action suit when these people get out of power and we get back in. They ought to, they, they ought to put these people up. She, she at least should get perjury for what she said. They ought to, they ought to replay all these people. And if we can buy, if whoever, the Red China, George Soros, is buying out uh, they can buy out the if they can buy out the FDA, they could buy Supreme Court justices all day long. So yeah, I mean these people ought to be uh, criminally charged, and are either the people of the United States ought to have a class action suit, and, and if we that's we the people of the United States have a class action suit against yeah. all these people that are doing breaking all these laws. We need to start putting some of these people in jail, and they'll start squealing like a rat. <laughs> You're right, George. I mean, there has to be accountability. You can't be on the Supreme Court and not know basic statistics on hospitalization numbers. And, and, and you, the media, you know, they, they go after people who have alternative forms of thought and have alternative uh, views on the issues. I mean, they go after us like we're a bunch of hillbilly bumpkins, and we don't know what we're talking about. You know, we're flat earthers. Uh, we have no idea what we're talking about. We don't do our research. We don't have the proper education to speak to the issues. But at this rate, I know more about COVID hospitalization numbers and statistics than the, the Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. And, and it shouldn't be that way. A talk show host from Mississippi should not be up to par more than a Supreme Court justice. But this is where we are in our country. This is where we are in our country, where even the Supreme Court justices aren't looking at true data. What are they doing? Justice Sotomayor is probably watching CNN every morning, 
and getting the panic porn, the fear-mongering from CNN. And that's probably where she's basing her views. But we need people, you're right, George, we need people to be held accountable when they spew lies before the nation's highest court. And not only spew lies, but is Justice Sotomayor driving her decision-making and her opinions based on pure falsehoods? That's not good. We have to rely on the truth. Uh, we're going to go to Mary from the Lone Star State. Mary in Texas, welcome to the core. Well, thank you for taking my call today. You mentioned the chips that are made in China and the shortage of them. People ought to know that our pharmaceuticals come from China. Uh, several years in a row, I think it started in 2017, FDA called blood pressure medication. There were five recalls, three of those blood pressure medications my husband was taking. In that period, he developed a blood disorder and has been dealing with it. And I always wondered why there wasn't a class action lawsuit. And I listened to Frank Gaffney, and he had Diana West. She wrote a book on Rx. And she said, you can't sue China. That's where these blood pressure medications came from. I also understood that China has, uh, oh, what would you call it, all of vitamin C. And I don't think people in America realize where are these shot factories where they're producing these shots at? Where are they coming from? And do they realize they're not free? The American taxpayers are paying for these shots that Biden and his administration are giving out worldwide. These pills, 20 million pills, who's going to put the bill? The American taxpayer. I want people to know America is broke. We're bankrupt. I, I cannot understand no physical responsibility in our yeah. government whatsoever. Thank you, Mary, for calling in. And, you know, folks, this is what gets me fired up. And you hear the, the emotions from Mary there in Texas. Uh, this, is, this is the historical context of January 6th. You know, the media wants to put January 6th in a little box. A lot of, a lot of people trespassing and, and, and looting at the Capitol. Folks, I'm not excusing the trespassing and the, and the vandalism that happened on January 6th, but that was about all that happened, is trespassing and vandalism. It sounds a little bit like the summer riots that we had in 2020 where hardly anybody got arrested for burning down small businesses all across the country. All right, but you look at, at what our leaders have done. They have, abandoned, they have abandoned their very own people for Chinese profits. And this is why the American people are so frustrated is because our, our, our political leaders on both sides of the aisle have completely abandoned the American people, and they're all focused about their uh, on their own interest and the interest of the globalist. That is the what I, I set this up last week. That is the historical context of the frustration that was displayed on January sixth. So you put it in context, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do more than trespass and vandalize." After the way our leaders 
have completely run this country into the ground. Uh, that is the historical context of January 6th. We'll take one more call. Uh, we'll go to Dennis in the state of Texas, back to the Lone Star State. Dennis, welcome to the Corps. Thank you, Wesley. Uh, first of all, I want to say I've listened to a lot of radio stations in my life, and AFA is by far the best. Absolutely. Anyway, Thank you, brother. Hey, it's, it's Walker, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, Walker. I'll be okay. Uh, That's all Walker, right. My brother's a nice guy. <laughs> um, I just want to say that I do know of somebody that recently got a um, a religious exemption from getting the shot with a medical facility, and they did honor it. Well, good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and one, one last thing, Walker. Um, sure. I wish people would make uh, which accepting all this follow the science deal when they don't even know what the science is. I wish there was much more of an effort to make people aware of what the real science is. There's not. Yeah. All right, uh, Dennis, thank you, brother, for calling in. we got to uh, hit the end of the show here. Uh, but, yeah, we, we all need to be doing our own research. We are no longer at a point, to your point, Dennis, we are no longer at a point where we can just watch the evening news, trust the experts, and move on about our lives. We all need to be studied up. We need to know our facts. We need to know what's going on in our country and research for ourselves uh, to draw our conclusions. We can no longer trust the so-called experts. So it's so important uh, to listen to alternative outlets like American Family Radio, American Family News, to get the truth about what's going on in our country. AFA at the core, I'm Walker Wobbins. So glad to have you with us today. Hey, let's keep fighting for our country. Let's continue to be salt and light as God's word compels us to do. See you next time. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.